Welcome to the Soulful Sound Podcast. I'm your host, Simone Niles, and I hope you enjoy today's Soulful Sound Coaching. Hey everyone, Simone here, and I hope you're having a wonderful day wherever you are. Today I want to share with you five steps to help overcome failure. Now, this is quite an important topic, and it's one that I cover and talk a lot, a lot about in with my clients. Because as my time as a teacher, whether it's working with students or working with clients, it is one of the biggest things that comes up. Anyone who knows me will have heard me say at least once that failure is feedback. Mistakes are just feedback. And so what I want to do is cover what I think are the five steps or at least five key steps that you can take to help you overcome failure. And the first one, the very first step is your mindset. How you view mistakes is really important. The biggest difference between those who succeed and those who fail is how they deal with it. In fact, most successful people fail more often because they know that failure is just feedback. It's part of the process en route to success. I like to think of failure and success as two sides of the same coin. You can't have one without the other. You cannot have one without the other. So when you fail at something, remember that it's just a part of the journey towards succeeding. And when you succeed, remember it's part of the journey towards another failure, towards another success, and so on and so forth. How we overcome failure is by understanding that all it is, is just feedback. And when we go into any venture or project or anything we're doing, we must understand there will always, always be ups and downs. There will always be duality in our experience. And so our mindset around it is to recognize it as part of the process rather than seeing it as a downfall. Again, it really just is feedback. So how you think about failure is a really key and important factor. So think about it, perhaps try on my view and that it's just feedback, feedback on what's not working, what might need to change, how you can do something differently next time. So let's move on to the second step. And that is to let go of self-judgment. The truth is you will fail, not all the time, but some of the time, and when you do, it doesn't define your character or who you are as a person unless you let it. When you fail, in fact, it implies that you're taking action and that you're possibly trying something new. And these are, in fact, great character building exercises. It's like one of those quotes that I love by Wayne Gretzky. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So it is better that you take those shots and miss and miss again until you're finally able to understand the best way, the best angle, the best height. You get the point. So let go of self-judgment. If you failed at something, it doesn't mean you're not capable. It just means that you didn't do it in the way that would allow you to succeed. And when you let go of that self-judgment and labeling like, oh, I'm a failure or I always make mistakes, which by the way, isn't true unless you choose 
to believe those labels. Then when you let go, what it does is it frees you up to move past it. So I encourage you to let go of your self-judgment, any judgment that comes up around making mistakes or failing at something. There is always, always, always an opportunity to make a better choice. Remember that. The third step is when you do succeed at something, you want to celebrate the effort that you put into doing it and not the result. So I'm going to repeat that. You want to celebrate your effort and not the result. And the reason why you want to do this is because, remember, the result is just the effect. It's just the cause and effect. It's just the reaction of the efforts and the things that you've done to get there. What celebrating the effort does is it trains your mind to create effortful behavior towards achieving something. It encourages you to put the work in to get through the struggles and to get to the result that you want. Now, I remember when my son was a bit younger, I would stand at the side of a football pitch and he would be really excited and come up to me and say, hey, mom, you know, did you see that goal? And my response was, absolutely, I saw that goal. I saw all those passes, all those things that you did that led to the goal. How awesome is it that you were able to see the play in order to get to that goal? So by doing this, what happens is when he next approaches a goal, literally and figuratively, he's really thinking about the effort and his choices on route to it, because that is how we can refine things so that we catch those mistakes or we avoid some of them. So it's okay when you don't get the results, because remember, sometimes that will happen. Just remember, however, when you do to celebrate the effort, not just the result. All right, let's move on to step four, and that is to reflect objectively. Now, objectively is the key word. What has worked for you and what didn't? It's really, you know, really important in this particular step that you step outside of the emotion of it, because sometimes when we fail or when we mess up, we feel disappointed or upset and we start blaming ourselves for things. Now, it's okay to feel these things. We, but we don't want to make decisions from an emotional state because we are not our most objective in that moment. So when you're in the cycle of emotion, it is very difficult sometimes to be objective in how you reflect about something. What is important here is to step outside of that emotion. You can ask yourself something along the lines of, what would I encourage a friend or my best friend to do in this situation? When you ask this question, what it does is it helps you to step outside of yourself and reframe it so that you're seeing it from an outside perspective. What is something that you, you know, would get a best friend to do? Because then it's not about the emotion or it's not about the shame. It's not about the disappointment or feeling upset, but instead it's how you can help someone else, which often leads to how you help yourself. Take your time and then reflect objectively. Now, we're going to move on to step five, which is to connect to your why. Step five, connect with your why. What is the 
big why behind the thing that you're wanting to achieve. When you connect to your why, it helps to motivate you. It helps to encourage you to keep going and helps encourage resilience. And this is really important when we have failures, especially when we consider them big failures, because the only way to get to the other side of it is to go through it. Because we can't avoid mistakes, like I've said so many times, but what we can do is to connect with the reason why, the big why that we're doing what we're wanting to do in the first place. And then we start again. So here is a summary of those five steps to help you overcome failure and or mistakes. You want to look at your mindset, let go of any self-judgment, make sure you celebrate the effort, not the result, reflect objectively so that you can move forward in a better way and connect to your why so that you stay connected with the reason you're doing it in the first place. And then start again. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please feel free to share it with your friends and remember to subscribe. From my heart to yours, sending you love, healing, and sound wherever you are.